Today we celebrate, as Americans, Independence Day. And uh, we celebrate the, the independence and the freedom, consequently, of our, of our nation, of our country. Um, freedom from what, though? Freedom from unjust laws over us, unjust um, power being exercised over us. Freedom from tyranny. And that's, that's what we celebrate. But freedom from the tyranny of men is not going to be of much value to us unless we're also free of the tyranny of sin and of the devil. And I think this is what we see today in our gospel. We have this really dramatic confrontation between Jesus and these guys who are possessed by demons. And from other gospel accounts, uh, we come to understand that there's literally thousands of demons that have possessed these guys. And so when they're speaking to Jesus, uh, it's not it's not the men who are speaking. It's actually the demons speaking through them. So it's a very kind of fearful, fearsome sort of this encounter. But we see the incredible power of Jesus able to deliver these men from the tyranny of the, of the devil, of the evil one. Now, we also see, though, here something that's very, very typical of Jesus. Jesus was known as an exorcist. That was both friends and foes of Jesus in the days of his earthly ministry knew him primarily as an exorcist and a healer. And that's primarily why people came to him. Okay, so they didn't think, first off, there's this rumor that the Messiah has come. Well, let's go see if he's really the Messiah. I mean, that really only occurred to people after they really began to follow him and, and got close to him. Initially, what attracted people to Jesus and what got him this huge following of thousands and sometimes tens of thousands of people is they hit, you know, my family, relative, my son, whoever it is, is very, very sick. Or we believe they're possessed by a demon. And so we're going to bring this loved one to Jesus, to this guy who we hear is a healer and a, and, a, and a very powerful exorcist. So that was really what caught the attention of everybody. And so we see that very closely bound up with Jesus' ministry and his mission is exorcism, is the overcoming of the, of the devil, in a, in a dramatic fashion, of course, in this issue of exorcism. Um, the gospel and exorcism are really closely connected. It's very interesting. Has, have you ever thought to yourself, where does that, that funny word gospel come from? Where does it even come from? It's actually really closely connected to exorcism, believe it or not. So it's a Greek word, euangelion, and it basically means good news. And you find it uh, in the Old Testament, in the book of Isaiah. And at the time of Isaiah, what was going on was there's all these promises and prophecies that the Israelites were going to be captured by the Babylonians and dominated in, in a tyrannical manner by the Babylonians and by the Babylonian gods, okay, which are understood to be demons. And the Israelites are going to be taken away and put into slavery, into captivity, into bondage okay, in Babylon. And then there was going to come a time when they were going to be set free. Okay? And so in the prophet Isaiah, this liberation, this setting free of the Israelites so that they can go back to their own land and have their independence and their freedom, um, is 
talked about in terms of, O Zion, herald of good news, get high up on a mountain and declare the good news that the people of God have been liberated and set free. So that word good news is used quite often in these passages of Isaiah having to do with the liberation, the independence of the Israelites from the slavery of the Babylonian rulers, but also from the slavery of the Babylonian gods. It was a declaration, a good news, that the true God, the supreme God, has overcome the false gods, the fallen angels, the demons. So this now comes into the New Testament. There's an emphasis on how the good news is the good news of our freedom, of our liberation from the tyranny of men, yes, but also the tyranny, more importantly, of the devil and of sin. So this whole idea of freedom and independence from the tyranny of sin and Satan is bound up very, very closely with the gospel, even with the very word itself, good news. And this is what Jesus came to do. We see it repeatedly all throughout the gospels. He casts out demons constantly. It's a constant demonstration that Jesus has come to liberate us from, from the devil. We see this here in our gospel. What happened on our passage? What happens though, unfortunately, at the end of the passage? You get a load of this? This is crazy, don't you think? So here he is, Jesus just freed these two guys. And uh, the people to whom the pigs belong, <laughs> these weren't Jews, they were Gentiles, okay, because the Jews didn't keep pigs. So these, these Gentile swine herds, all right, that was thousands of pigs. Right? Thousands of pigs. That's a lot of money that they just lost. They go back into the town and they tell everybody what happened. What do the people do? They come back and they say, Jesus, hit the road. Okay? They reject the gospel. They reject Jesus. They reject his power, his ability to free them from the devil. They reject it. They don't want anything to do with it. Because why? Money. Jesus is going to come and change things. He's going to stir things up. and you know, we, we like our lives. We like how things are. We like being under the tyranny of the powers of darkness. We're happy. We're content. Jesus, get out of here. And my brothers and sisters, as we as Americans, uh, unless we really embrace the gospel and embrace everything that it means, it's a freedom that costs us. It's a freedom and an independence that really does cost us something. And unless we're willing to pay the price at every level, material, moral, spiritual, we're not, we're not going to be free. We're going to be just like these people that say, Jesus, hit the road, get out of here, we don't want you. And you know what? If our country as a whole says that to the gospel and to Jesus, our independence and our freedom is not going to last very long. So, my brothers and sisters, as we celebrate our freedom as our independence, let's remember that we need to embrace the gospel wherein is found the true freedom, the true spiritual freedom, the true independence, the true spiritual independence. Uh, and let us live our lives accordingly and pray today for our country uh, that we and all Christians here in this nation uh, would embrace the gospel and thereby embrace true freedom and true independence.